Welcome to Shared Insights, the podcast from BA Insight. My name is Pete Wright, and I'm joined today by Mark Christensen, Digital Experience Delivery Senior Lead, Global Services at Mars, Inc. Mark is here to talk to us about data, mountains of data, and the constant challenge to stay ahead of the needs of tens of thousands of business associates at the company to help them do their jobs better. Mark, welcome to Shared Insights. Thanks, Pete. What does that, what does that title mean? What that's is a that big title. title. There's a uh, lot of words a, in that title. That's a lot. Yeah, it is. Where do you see the uh, business card? Um, <laughs> is, it, is it a front and back, or is it just like a trifold? <laughs> it, it wraps. It right. wraps all the way around. <laughs> so, the, uh, so Mars has a digital workplace, and inside a digital workplace are three teams. Digital Experience, which is my team, and we do the custom development uh, and kind of the user experience design. So we, we try to make associates happy. That's what our job is. And we call everybody at Mars an associate. So if you hear that a lot, that's, uh, that's our word for employees. Okay. There's no employees at Mars. We're all associates. And uh, so we make associates happy through the user interface, making things slicker, easier to use, uh, that kind of thing. And then the other two teams in digital workplace are digital collaboration. So those are guys that kind of run some of the big tools, Skype and Office 365 and such, and then we have digital adoption, and that team actually does, they're at what I say, they're the, the non-nerds, they translate English to geek and back, and uh, they go out there and they tell the, the Martians what um, what's going on inside our group, and then they tell us what's going on out there and what their pain points are, and so we can see if we can address them. You, you refer to associates as Martians? Ah, everybody at Mars does, yeah. I don't yeah, think I've ever been more excited. Where can I apply? Jobs.mars.com. <laughs> <laughs> amazing, fantastic. <laughs> right. Uh, let's uh, set the context for us with this uh, this conversation. Let's start off with a with a, a, a story of your data challenges. What is it that you're? What What is the kind of data that you're building, and what are you trying to do with it to help folks? Uh, well, I think we have the same challenge a lot of companies do. Um, Shy of, the, of the, the fact that we're 106 years old, the company has been spending the last 30 or so years, 30 or 40 years now, um, in the computer age, just amassing information. And one of our one of our big challenges is what is going on in the market. That's a that's a constant challenge at Mars and, and most companies, just to understand the customer, under, understand what's going on in the world and how that impacts our business. So what's been going on over the last few years is we've we've just been piling up data and usually faster than we can read it and more uh, in more formats than we can read. Uh, so what's going on now is there's a big push to change things, be able to create insights off of the data and that's to make it readable which i say there's is kind of the the data is first and then you actually have to make it into information so that's something you can consume and then you can turn it into knowledge is something you can act on and those are the factors that we're really working on now is with uh, machine learning and uh, high-end analytics packages uh, bi we're really trying to just understand what we're being told what we might not see in the the computers are now able to t- kind of show us what the patterns are. So that's kind of what we're doing is just looking at it and saying, how do we take that intelligence and look at things and not just a- do ask and answer, you know, what do we think we know and then try to prove that out, but try to find out what are the patterns we probably aren't seeing in the, in the information and then take that and learn from it and then be able to act on it uh, proactively. 
uh, throwing these, you know, machine learning and all these the, the the kinds of new tools to interpret the data is one thing. How do you talk about the scale of data that you're talking about? When you talk about mountains of data, how much data are you are you talking about? Wow, I probably would have to get the get the engineering team involved on that discussion. They I, I, so we're currently working on uh, what's termed in the business of data lake, and uh, I have a feeling. Uh, living here in Chicago, it's probably bigger than Lake Michigan. Um, the, I mean, we're talking about a global company that works with people all over. We're in 80 countries, five, over 500 locations. Each one of those is just pulling data, is just creating data, is working with vendors that are actually helping us generating data. We're partnering with other people for data. So it's it's staggering the amount of information that's coming in and you know, one of the one of the things that's a real challenge at Mars is the time to get to it all. You know, what? How do you how do you find the time to sift through all this information, and and even if you can make it accessible? And so that's why that's one of the big challenges is just trying to find ways to make the data accessible, the ways to make data relatable to each other. You know, so you can so one pile of data, you know matches something else in the other otherwise you're looking at things in silos so it's a real challenge well and that that actually gets to the question right that you have so much data and the average associate uh can only take in and process so much so how do you find a way to to make this data useful how do you approach the data in a way that it is actually uh, you know of utility to the people who need it when they need it so mars has really made a push into digital and you know to the point where last year when our cio retired we brought in um a new cio and and changed the term so he's now the the chief digital officer and that tells you what mars is trying to do in the market digitally across the entire business everything digital is isn't a seat at the table it is the table as, as he likes to say so we keep that in mind and we've we're developing um a massive analytics piece to look at, you know, use different tools. And right now there's a lot of experimentation going on at Mars from Power BI, Tableau. Uh, once you start to look at the data, you have to look at what ways we can get friendly, you know. So we've got the mm-hmm. human piece of this. We've got power, the BI piece, you know, how can I look at graphs and charts and things and see it? But then we've got the machine learning, which is how do we teach a machine to see patterns that we can't in data faster than we can process it and in ways that are more friendly to the computers. And I think that's probably where we're spending the most time and energy is trying to trying to see what we can do on the machine learning side, because we really feel like uh, people are going to be able to act on the data, but the machines are going to be able to actually go through and understand. So really teaching the machines the patterns we expect to see the the pieces that it needs to see and then have it pull out the insights and i think that's for us that's kind of the the brass ring right now how do you uh, assess where the pain points are for your associates in in terms of you know you, you use the word friendly i mean in terms of of having folks sit down uh you know eight o'clock in the morning you know day one and 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 feel where their pain is is it is, is it around you know bringing in different sources of data from different discrete systems is it you know putting a friendly front end face on uh you know on multiple systems tying them together what does that look like Humans are visual animals. We don't react well to a big spreadsheet of data. We don't see the patterns that way. And 
you know, I'm as I as I sit and, and look at waveforms, it's it's all patterns. Um, we need to find ways to show the associates information in new and interesting ways. One of the ways that we recently started to to look at it is to take information and start to put it into VR and AR. So the HoloLens is one of the ones we're playing with. Is can we visualize information in graphs and 3D space in such a way that we're not trying? We can create a, an interface that lets people dig in, um, point to something they're interested in, and see the numbers behind it, or dig deeper into that information to see what it is. Because one of the challenges you end up with is even if you ask a question, you might get the answer back, and it might lead to another question. You're down the rabbit hole, so to speak. So that's that's one of the things I think we're trying to do is how do we make information approachable and digestible? And and this is probably one of the biggest things that we're, you know, we're just trying to get our head around it. And there's a lot of experimentation at Mars. We're, we're getting our hands on a lot of different technology and pressing the boundary in a number of different ways. But I guess one of the things that we try to do is listen more. We're we're doing more of what we call zero distance to customer. And that, that applies not only in the marketplace uh, with trying to understand who we are, who's consuming our products, but it also comes back to what we do at Mars, you know, for the associates. How do we get zero distance to the customer, our, our fellow associates, people that we talk to all the time, understand what they're trying to find out? You know, so we can create the proper insights. So let's talk a little bit about that. I mean, how are you using analytics internally to to determine uh, more accurately what your associates are looking for? I, you know, I you triggered something for me. You know, it's that old quote: people won't know won't know what to ask for until you show them, right? I mean, they yeah. they don't even know what they're asking for uh, until it, until you look at the data and show them what they're looking for. Perfect example. So we're going through search analytics right now, and that's one of the big things that I've done in the last year for Mars is, is kind of get kind of a um, search engine for Mars, and we're building that out further. And but we call that an ask and answer system. Uh, what we want to do is we want to create insights. We want to see what we can do to understand who's you know who's looking at this, and maybe offer something because you're doing this. We're going to offer you that because it, it makes sense. So what we're doing is, is something as simple as a word cloud and saying, what is it that people have been looking for in the last 24, 48, 30 days, whatever it is. Um, the word cloud is remarkably insightful because it tells us what people are really looking at without looking at who's looking at it. It's just trying to understand um, what kinds of things are, are going through there. And the, the word cloud has been really valuable for us because it tells us where to go next. Uh, one of the big challenges we had was, okay, so what sources do we pull in? What information do we go after? Um, there's 1,100 websites or something in, in the network, and should we index them all? And do you, you know, drink from the fire hose? Or do we be very intentional about going after information and indexing just the sites based on need and interest? And so we decided to kind of let the associates be the guide. And we've watched over their shoulder. We look at these word clouds. We see that they're interested in HR type terms and certain things that come up and technical help. So these are the areas that we go after. And analytics is the only way that we can really understand. You can ask people what they're interested in, but you're going to have to pull. We've got, you know, 111,000 associates worldwide in multiple different languages, and, and we just can't get to them. There's 24 of us on the team. And 
So analytics really lets us drive it down to what are they doing? Because even when you get into the interviews, you know, sometimes what they tell you they're doing isn't exactly what they're doing. They don't even realize it. Um, and this lets us get to the heart of the matter without, with a, you know, dispassionately. Uh, I, I imagine, you know, I think about that top sort of 100 word cloud. I, I'm curious what the what the second 100 word word cloud looks up and uh, or looks like in terms of frequency of searches. That gets that's an interesting point. That gets back to what we're talking about with machine learning. We like to take the you know skim off the top 50, top 100, whatever that is. With machine learning, what we're going to try to do is we're going to try to take everything and mm-hmm. then give it give it to a machine and let it go through and say what is it t- given everything let's look at translations let's look at you know um words that are kind of like this you know what what can we learn if we look at it all and that's and i think that's kind of the paradigm shift with uh with analytics and machine learning is machine learning is going to let us narrow things down so that we can look at the right things where before we were struggling just to kind of scrape off the top surface and say, okay, we're going to put a pretty picture on the top surface. How do we get, how do we really look at all of it? Because what, what if, what if in the next hundred, as you put it, what if in the next hundred there was a really big insight and we were just missing it? What's your biggest surprise so far in, in uh, doing this, uh, this work? There's a real passion for the changes in the technology and, and making computers more understand understand us better and i really thought that was an it thing oh you all the nerds out there right you know we're we're huddled around a computer screen and getting excited about it Mm -hmm. but really seeing the technology you know is everywhere and seeing that people really just want it, it the technology is really kind of in everything and there's a passion for people to just, they want to get things done. They, they're not afraid of it anymore. They really want to use it to drive the subject and, and make themselves better, do things faster. It's interesting. You um, referred to Mars as a as a digital company uh, earlier in our conversation, and and uh, I, I think that's a fascinating observation because I imagine from the outside it doesn't. Uh, you know, I, I I certainly wouldn't first think of Mars as a as a digital company, but hearing you talk about it and hearing the enthusiasm from uh, your you know your teams and tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of of associates uh, who demonstrate for you. That they're digital people, and this is a digital company. Uh, that's got to be uh, empowering to you. Oh, absolutely. I mean, we've got, you know, um, I would say out of the hundred and ten thousand associates, about fifty or sixty thousand of them are business associates. So they use technology on a, on a regular basis. Others are in the plant, but it's it's staggering. You go to a go to one of our plants, and you know whether you're making dog food or Skittles, it's you know, there there's technology that's everywhere. It's uh, Internet of Things, devices, reporting, different stuff on the floor. We just did something to say, when you change product line information, can you, how do you do that? How do we make that get away from printed sheets and turn that into augmented reality solutions? So it's it's changing everything about our company. And for a company that is, you know, uh, Foods, grains, confection, pet care. It's it's a it's an interesting piece to say we're doing really digital things. Our new CDO came in last year and he said, Okay, so Mars is a hundred and six year old company, they're gonna have dinosaur processes. We're gonna go in here, we're gonna talk about VR. And we were like, Hey, we're doing that. 
<laughs> and then he, he and then he was like, "Oh, you guys have an open floor plan. Nobody has an office. You guys followed from Google and Amazon." And and the person that was walking around said, "This has been this way for as long as I've been here. I've been here for thirty years." So I think that was the big thing. Is Mars is it, it's promoted its brands for a long time and not really talked about Mars as a company. And now we're we're finally in a position where we're really kind of saying we really want to bring talent and really have that energy and what we're doing with the scale of the company that we have is is pretty impressive i'm i'm extremely proud to work there and it's it's just a, it's amazing to see at this scale a company that can move this fast going from you know a mandated typical process of we're going to build something it's going to be 18 months and you pour a million dollars into it to the attitude that our new cdo says is I don't want anything to go over three months. I want to move fast. Uh, I want this stuff to be application type where we say it'll be rough around the edges, but we'll give it to you in three months or less and let the associates decide if this lives or dies. And I think that's a, that's a huge change for a company our size. So what's next for a company your size, for a company that is clearly a digital company? What are the things that are on your hot list that you feel you're in a position to help uh, continue to develop and improve at Mars? As I mentioned, machine learning is huge. That is a, a, a crazy subject going on. So AI, um, machine learning, being close to the customer, we, we really kind of pride, pride ourselves on the personal angle. You know, don't get too wrapped up, but I think the the excitement is is in the next generation technologies, VR and uh, AR, as odd as it sounds, and uh, doing some augmented reality pieces really got everybody really excited. Uh, I'm really pleased to kind of be working in that space and seeing what we can do. But there's a lot of people. We we have a very robust Yammer social networking uh, groups that that bring up new things all the time. And we're really fortunate to have a leadership that is fostering those things and saying, uh, you, you typically, you bring these up and say, Hey, this is a cool new thing. And then they say, great. When can I see a demo instead of where's the business case or where's the use case? They really, they, they really want to see us drive and succeed. And so next gen technologies, that's kind of what Mars is working on. That's fantastic. That sounds like you're in a, a, a lucky position. Absolutely. Absolutely. No, like I said, I wake up every day and I, I work long days and I never complain because my mother always said, find something you love to do and then find someone stupid enough to pay you for it. And uh, <laughs> now, while I, while I love Mars and they're not stupid, um, they pay me for it and I love to do it. And it's, it's really, it makes the, makes the passion and makes the energy just easy to come by. Where do you, uh, or you know, I should say, is there a place where you send folks, uh, external folks, to learn more about what's going on in the business of Mars, not just about the uh, the products? Uh, Mars.com has a lot of information, and then we have a number of, of offshoot sites. I mean, we're uh, sustainable in a generation is one of the huge initiatives. Mars um, last year announced putting a billion dollars towards sustainability um, after the Paris stuff and just said, let's, let's do it and lead the pack. Uh, so there's a lot of information there, different things. You can uh, you can definitely just go to Mars.com. But uh, we're, we're very active on Facebook and Twitter and many of the other social media. Well, uh, this has been fantastic. Mark Christensen, thank you so much uh, for sitting down to talk with, uh, with us today uh, and, and our audience at Shared Insights. It sounds like you've got uh, uh, a lot to teach. Thanks a lot. I appreciate it and always happy to talk about Mars. And you're a Martian. And I can say that I did that today. That's my highlight. <laughs>
I interviewed him. There you go. Thank you, everybody, (laughs) for downloading and listening to this show. Uh, We sure appreciate you uh, finding us. You can subscribe to the show for free in Apple Podcasts or iTunes, anywhere the finer podcasts are served. Of course, you can download uh, each and every episode over at our website at bainsight.com. On behalf of Mark Christensen and Mars Inc. and all of the 116,000 Martians, uh, I'm Pete Wright. We'll catch you next time right here on Shared Insights, the podcast from BA Insight. Thank you.